You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Jansen ready to deal. Offering to Rosario. Line drive. That is through. It gets through. Here comes Dansby. Lightning strikes twice. And the Braves walk it off. This is unbelievable. And the Braves win it and they go up 2-0 in the series. Listen to this place. You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from Beck QL. Welcome back, Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth on a Monday morning. So much to react to. Week six in the NFL. All the takeaways here. Mike Lombardi joins us in about 20 minutes to give his take on yesterday's action. Look forward to Monday Night Football tonight. We'll dive into Monday Night Football. And yes, Eddie Rosario, the walk-off hit last night. The Braves are up 2-0 in the NLCS over the Dodgers. And uh, I think there's value on going with the team that is down 0-2. We'll get to that in the series price coming up in a little bit on the AL and NLCS. They play game three in the AL coming up later today. And we'll preview the start of the NBA season. But right now, we have to go off the board with Aaron Hawksworth. It's time for Aaron Hawksworth to take us off the board on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. No shortage of topics on this overreaction Monday. The fighting Dan Campbells are still winless. And gentlemen, I have not seen one kneecap bitten off yet this season. I'm still waiting. So last week, Campbell was crying after the game. This week, he calls out his quarterback. Look, I I think, I will say this. I still don't feel like, um, I don't feel like we can accurately judge him one way or another. Um, I don't feel that way yet. Now, I will say this. I feel like he needs to step up more than he has. And I think he I think he needs to help us, you know, just like everybody else. And uh I think he, he's gotta he's gonna need to put a little bit of weight on his shoulders here and it's time to step up, make some throws and do some things. And uh but he needs help. Ooh. So I thought this could go one of two ways. One, it lights a fire under his butt and Jared Goff starts playing better. Or two, it causes some friction. I don't know how this will play out. Um, it's tough. You know, when you when you haven't won a game, everybody's frustrated. What were your thoughts on uh, Campbell's calling out Jared Goff? Well, I thought it was interesting how measured he was. Like Dan Campbell comes across as this like wrestler, like just like screaming and, and shouting off the hip. That was, I mean, he said what he had to say. He said what he wanted to say, but I thought he was pretty measured. Like, he paused. Like, he knew what he was about to do. And he also kind of put it in a way like, everyone needs to help. But he's right. I mean, Jared Goff's the most expensive player. He's The only chance they have to win games is if he plays at close to the level he played with the Rams, and he's not. And the Rams should have saw, I mean, the Lions should have saw this coming, right? 
less weapons, less gifted coach. He's not a you know he's not going to make plays with his legs. Like he's going to have to get guys open and, and timing and hit them. He's not playing well enough. I mean, he looks like he's a quarterback they're going to replace in a year. And I think it's starting to hit Dan Campbell that that's where his franchise is going right now. So Dan Campbell's going to ignore the fact that his team gave up 34 points yesterday. He's going to ignore the fact that San Francisco scored 41 on them, Green Bay 35, and it's all about the quarterback. I get it, 228 total yards in the game, 3.7 yards per play, not good on third downs, fine. I, what I don't understand is the, the public perception of this team. They're 0-6, and people can't wait to give them credit. Like I don't understand. What am I missing here? This is now four straight games. They have not scored a touchdown in the first half. They're 0-6. They can't score a touchdown in the first half. And they are the only team in the NFL that has trailed by double digits in every game. So right. why why are people rushing to give them credit? Golf doesn't have much help around them. So they're trying to build up the, the lines offensively and defensively. Okay, this is, this is going to be a long process. That's why they gave Dan Campbell, I believe, a six-year contract here. But... Can you name their receivers? Can anybody name their receivers? They have a couple of okay running backs. That's not going to get it done in 2021. I don't know what he wants from Goff. My sense after listening to Campbell was he didn't want to say it publicly. He He's trying to push his guy, motivate his guy. Let's see if he uh, takes control of this team, if he ends up being a leader this week. I Just my sense, he was talking about stuff behind the scenes that he needs him to be the leader. You're the quarterback of the team. Rally the troops. You've Okay, I'm the head coach, and I work with a lot of the coaches, but the players are going to listen to you because you're the quarterback. That was just my sense listening yeah, to Yeah, and you might be right. And and Goff's always been Kirk Cousins-ish to me, where he could be good with the right surroundings, right? Give him weapons, he's going to make plays. We saw it. He went to a Super Bowl. He's not a bad quarterback, but there's not much around him. And you might be right. Maybe... And you know what sometimes these coaches do? They'll use the quarterback who's a veteran to like speak through the team. Right? He can't call yeah. out a kid that no one like he can call out Goff. Goff what is Goff gonna do about it, right? He's gonna have to just nod and say, I'll be better, and he'll kind of carry out the message. Uh it's weird they've become this like one of the big stories of the season. Like they have, even though they don't win any football games. It's like every I think it's because the well, coach it's is Campbell funny. has all these yeah. great sound bites. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, you hope that he has a good enough relationship with Goff that he knows that he can get away with calling him out publicly like that. And hopefully they've had this conversation behind closed doors before that happened. But uh Campbell's used to losing. He was on that winless Lions team, so he could be um, you know, the first player and coach to go for 16 or 17. Could you imagine? How's that going to go next week at the Rams? Stafford, another good quarterback against that pass defense. Have fun. So when we talk about it this week, is this golf Stafford, revenge game? Stafford revenge say- game or a golf revenge game? Yes. Oh, it's got to be the golf revenge game. Stafford should not be angry Your at coach all. He, he got to go out. to L.A. He got to go play for the Rams. Golf's the one Wait. that got screwed in this exchange. Oh, Campbell's playing chess. We're playing checkers. Campbell's playing chess. It just happens to be right before he faces his team and his coach that didn't want anything to do with him, right? Campbell's you know the, smarter you know the than we're giving him credit like that? for. <laughs> Damn Campbell. Or just had too much espresso. Yeah. <laughs> So while the Lions are still winless, the Jags got their first win of the season. They went 399 days without a win. They said, you know what? We're not going 400. All right, so here's Urban Meyer after the victory. 
Well, no, we need a win. Uh, you know, someone asked me last week is if we're desperate for a win, we are desperate for a win, and, and we came close a few times, and and uh, there was a lot of things to fix, but uh, you saw a young quarterback make a big-time play at the biggest time of the game, and uh, and then a young kicker that we just signed a couple weeks ago popped two 50-plus yarders, so it was a great win. I'm sorry, but I just can't take him seriously now after everything that's gone on, listening to him talk. kind of wish Dan Campbell got his first win before Urban Meyer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Did you see this closed one and a half? It was sitting yes. at three and a half, three all week. And then it closed one and a half because of the news uh, that the Dolphins are going to be missing both starting cornerbacks. They're missing their top three wideouts. So Tua missing his top three wideouts, and he still threw for 329. I want to give him a little bit of respect, but not really. Dude, your team was up 13 to 3 on the Jaguars. You're up 13 to 3. There's no excuses. You got to win that game. And it almost didn't take the last minute because Trevor Lawrence, they were driving at the the sack fumble, right? And that really kind of flipped the game back to the Dolphins' side. But man, Dolphins are pathetic. Both of these teams now sitting at one and five. So you know how you're frustrated with all the, the Lions talk? You know what I'm done with? Oh, the Dolphins are so smart. Like for two years now, they haven't won oh. anything. I'm just done with it. Yeah. Like Brian Flores. Brian Flores stinks. He right, stinks. His first year he won six games, and it's like, oh, Brian Flores, wow. And then last year they come back and he yo-yos the quarterback situation with Fitzpatrick and, and Tua. The whole time that doesn't really work either and then i mean how about what they did and i, I know I'm, I'm following it closely here they they traded a few next year's first round pick to move up in the nfl draft from 12 to 6 to get jalen waddle okay jalen waddle's just a, a speed receiver like what is he going to change on your franchise they, they might give the eagles a top five pick in next year's draft they have no quarterback their coach isn't that good like the dolphins are a waste of time I'm, what's I'm worse like, what's worse that trade or selecting Tua over Herbert. Tua over Herbert. But then they've compounded it in back-to-back years. Like, they, they had this treasure chest of picks. They were like, oh, none of this stuff matters. And they're just, like, throwing it all away. Tua here, first-round pick for Waddle there. Boy, they looked like they had built, like, um, a really well-oiled thing to get that back on track. And now you just start chipping away at their assets. Like, they already got quarterback wrong. They're they're in a bad way. They're in a bad so way in that division. Are, are they so bad that... Um, just with betting or picking on teams in Survivor, we think about Jacksonville and Detroit, these teams that we've just been talking about. Is Miami in that category? Are they on that tier? They might be close. They're close. They're not far away. I mean, they're one in five. 
And their only win is against two. The, the Patriots in week one on, on really, I mean, was the, the fumble by Damian Harris late in that game? I mean, they, they're this close to being 0-6. So they they've got a lot of issues. I mean, they they really are not. They a were good mi- they were missing their best players on defense sure, and sure. offense, arguably, and they don't have much of an offensive line. So yeah, it's five straight losses: Buffalo, Vegas, Indy, Tampa Bay, Jacksonville. You better win against Atlanta next week. <laughs> I mean, that's geez. an ugly game. Wow, yeah, the Falcons and the Dolphins on Sunday. <laughs> oh no, I'm not betting that. <laughs> I'm not. I don't even want to watch it. Oh man, God. that is because then they've got Buffalo after that. It's it's weird. They go bad team, good team, bad team, good team. Atlanta, Buffalo, Houston, Baltimore, Jets. It's strange Whew. how their schedule yeah. sets up. But you know what? People are looking at them as a bad team now, and they probably should. Sure, of course they are. All right, let's move on to Aaron Rodgers. This was the Ryan Horvat versus Joe Ostrowski game. And apparently a lady uh, gave Rodgers the double bird uh, in the stands. He saw it, and he had some words. Rodgers snaps it quick. Pressure coming. Scrambles to his right. Pumps and runs. Aaron Rodgers is inside the pylon. Touchdown, Packers. It's Rodgers running for the score. Right on cue, Joe. You had some choice words there for the crowd. What prompted that after your touchdown? Sometimes you black out on the field. (laughs) In a good good way. Uh, I definitely blacked out uh, from a concussion, which isn't a good way. But uh, I looked up in the stands, and in the front row, all I saw was a woman giving me the double bird. (laughs) I'm not sure exactly what came out of my mouth next. Wow, ladies, let's class it up a little bit. Jeez, oh, yeah. But... Yeah, Bears fans and Packers fans. The, the female contingent there is really going to class it up. <laughs> you should see some of the women at Lambeau wearing their orange hunting outfits. Anyway. <laughs> BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, orange hunting outfits. On the other side, Mike Lombardi. Odyssey NFL Insider joins joins us to talk all things week six.